Sheila Zielinski Show, the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zielinski. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zielinski Show. Well, I'm going to just jump right into the program because uh, you know who this guest is. It's a very good friend of the program. Everybody's been asking him to come on more often. I get so many requests for this guest, and he really needs no introduction. It is the one, the only, my uncle, Wally Patterson. Welcome back, Uncle Wally. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, listen, I got to tell you, sorry I was late to the party today. I went to fill up my truck, and yikes, I was sorry. Yes, you were sorry. People who voted for Trump paid $2 a gallon. People who vote for Beijing Biden paid $10 a gallon, which leads to higher prices for food, water, electricity, and everything else you can think of. Auntie Janine was just saying the other day, it's it's a damn wonder anybody can afford kids, isn't it? She said to me, this was about a little over a month ago, she said to me, I don't know how anybody can afford to have kids these days. I said, well, that's been the plan all along. It's that yeah, simple. That's exactly what... Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and it's still going up. I just phoned a friend in California and that is scary in hawaii it's even worse like i mean you could never afford to be driving around a real car could you oh you can't afford it but that's about the plan all along anyway and let's get into our favorite fellows are barry satoro barack obama this is and i'm going to send you this so you can hang it on your fridge socialism you make it they take it <laughs> that's a good one well that's not funny is it the coal mines hey what did he say about he's going to do what with with the coal industry if you build a coal fire plant i will bankrupt you that was in california and that was back in 2008 2008 so that was a year after they classified good old plant food as a <laughs> deadly poison now i got the goods on the plant on the plant food here to help you read the folks this is one of my favorite quotes here you want to piss off a wormus. <laughs> Tell them their favorite earth-destroying trace gas, CO2, is actually a harmless but beneficial plant food. Nothing annoys a wormus more than to be told. Their favorite earth-destroying trace gas, CO2, is a harmless beneficial plant food. And it's actually greening the earth. The earth is getting greener and greener and greener. No, no, it's getting hotter and hotter. Oh, you sound just like old Greenpeace. Hey. I, I, I just love doing that. Speaking of plant food, let's play the Will Hopper clip for the folks. Are you ready? Carbon dioxide, those of us who are old enough to remember uh, learning about this in, in our younger years, this is the stuff that we put out after we take in the that's oxygen. Right, that's uh, right. You know, our breath when we exhale is about 40,000 parts per million carbon dioxide, 4%. You probably remember from high school chemistry, you can blow through a straw into lime water and you get this cloud of white carbonate particles forming. So it's a perfectly natural thing. And in fact, we're in a bit of a carbon dioxide famine now. If you look over geological history, it's been much higher than now. Most of the time, most plants do better with more carbon dioxide than they have now. So there, it's just a complete distortion of the truth to call it a pollutant. It's not a pollutant at all. When did this start becoming a pollutant and not just the naturally occurring material that we all heard about growing up? It began to uh, get legs in the 70s and 80s. There was a uh, Academy of Sciences report by Charney in the 70s, and uh, then it got latched on by green politicians. Al Gore is a person who comes to mind, but there are many others. So people saw uh, a way to make a buck in uh, demonizing CO2, and that's what's happened. So your presentation goes into the science. What are some of the things that people should know that would help them realize that this myth of carbon pollution is, in fact, a myth? Well, one obvious thing is that greenhouse operators, you know, who grow tomatoes, flowers, intentionally increase the CO2 concentration in the greenhouse by factors two, three, four. And you have to pay to do that. You know, you have to pay for the CO2. But it's still worth doing it because the plants grow so much better with more CO2. What do you think of what William Hopper just said? Like, that's pretty eye-opening, isn't it? When you think about it, I'm glad the folks heard that. Yeah, that's when carbon dioxide, that's what Will Hopper's talking about. Well, that's when they decided to call carbon dioxide a pollutant or a pollution. That was actually planned back in the 70s and 80s. That's what Will Hopper's talking about. Okay, they're starving planet. <laughs> it should be, how many parts per million did Tim Ball say it should be? He said 15. Will Hopper said it, it should be at least 1,000 parts per million, and it's been quite higher than that. We're actually in a starving planet, aren't we? Yeah, we're actually living in a carbon dioxide starved planet. 
So maybe you should tell your daughter to go fire up all those Hellcats next door. <laughs> it would be a good idea. It's actually what comes out of your exhaust pipes. It's actually water vapor and carbon dioxide known as plant food. That's what actually comes out of your exhaust pipes. Well, then tell me why they're trying to make us all drive a greenie car. We should play Tucker Carlson for the folks. Okay, let's take a listen. Tucker Carlson. Banning gasoline engines, which we have had for more than 100 years, which have completely defined modern society. If you're a normal person in this country and don't use the subway from the Upper West Side to Midtown every day, but actually drive like the overwhelming majority of Americans, this is the biggest change in your lifetime. Have you been consulted on it? Has there been a debate about it? No. All you hear is you must do this because it's good for the environment. But that's a lie. It's measurably a lie. Electronic vehicles are terrible for the environment. Roger McGrath took the time to spell it out recently in Chronicles magazine. As he noted, supplying the materials necessary for the battery of an electric car alone, just the battery, requires, and we're quoting, processing using fossil fuels, of course, of at least 50 tons of ores. Ooh, it takes a lot of energy to process ore. A single battery for an electric car needs at least, quote, 30 pounds of lithium, 60 pounds of cobalt, 130 pounds of nickel, 90 pounds of copper, 190 pounds of graphite, and roughly 500 pounds of steel, aluminum, magnesium, plastic, and other materials, end quote, all of which are derived from mining. Oh, where's that mining going to take place? Well, in third world countries with no environmental regulations whatsoever. How is this good for the environment? Speak slowly so we can understand. And yet in California, under Gavin Newsom's new order, every vehicle would require those materials. Here's the problem. We don't have that much lithium or cobalt in the United States. So where are those elements going to come from, which are required for electric vehicles? Where were lithium mines in China? Did you know the answer to that already? Probably did. And the Congo? Let's go exploit Africa so we can feel virtuous. As the New York Times reported last year, and we're quoting, production of raw materials like lithium, cobalt, and nickel that are essential to electronic vehicle technologies are often ruinous to land, water, wildlife, and people." End quote. And by the way, land, water, wildlife, and people are exactly the four things that the environmental lobby has no interest at all in. They don't care about the land, they don't care about the water, they don't care about the wildlife, and they don't care about the people. It's not about that at all. It's a religion. It's about making them feel like good people and increasing their control over you. Period. It's all about control. I mean, that's really what it's all about. And hey, electric cars, I mean, they control you and they control where you go. Electric vehicles are horrible, horrible for the environment. You don't say. Oh, I do say. Guess what, Wally? I just decided what I'm going to get you for Christmas this year. What would that be? I'm going to get you an electric car. <laughs> a Tesla. That oh. would be it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go over these electric vehicles and just see how disgusting and filthy and dirty they really are and then you can then you can tell me all about these electric vehicles did you see though during the october thanksgiving there was 700 miles of these freaking stupid chargers and nobody could charge their cars yeah but that's all propaganda sheila like zuckerberg and his, his cult they put that on there and that ain't there there's not a lick of truth any of that a lick of truth about the that they give you good mileage <laughs> all these chargers that is nothing but a joke there is very few chargers like in california and i have this on video too california only six percent of people in california want electric vehicles and that's a fact you know the mainstream media thinks everyone wants one well that's uh, yeah that's their brainwashing like on facebook Everything opposite on Facebook is on my Facebook. The the real, the truth is on my Facebook. Like what we're talking about here, you're not going to see any of this on Facebook. If you put this on Facebook, Zuckerberg will delete this just as quick as you put it on there. That's how they get away with this. What, you mean your little psycho-socialist Satanist Zuckerberg? You don't like him? He'll delete, he'll delete anything we put on there just as fast as we put it on there. I said, Janine, put it on there. I said, Zuckerberg will take it off in a heartbeat. <laughs> I said, I'll just go back on there. It'll be gone. So uh, what are you saying? Gates will delete you and Zuckerberg will delete your posts? <laughs> it's exactly how it works. Zuckerberg. I can't stand out. I've talked about him before, how, he, how he's always taking our posts on uh, Facebook. Post something, the little creep takes it off. You don't like being fact-checked? That is. I, I love that fact-checking. Yeah. What a joke this fact-checking is. Doctor, we're going to get into these wind turbines for, for everybody there. We'll post this on Facebook and Zucker will take this off quick as you can blink an eye. I said, to, I said to my great granddaughter, I said, what do, what do wind turbines do? They chop off bats and birds, she says. I think she should run for city council. Good old Mike Bernier doesn't, doesn't know what they do. <laughs>
Yeah, that's funny. He, he's kind of brainwashed too. But he he just gets all all his crap off Facebook and the CBC and all that. All these like communist television you're always watching and all that. He has to put on TV. Then that's how they get brainwashed through your TV. And then they and so like Zuckerberg's got Facebook. So everything. I mean, they post anything on Facebook. The little creep takes it off. So I just posted something about this a uh, few days ago, and I got uh, three days suspension. <laughs> I mentioned the climate cult on there, and I got suspended. Oh, you got your stuff taken off because you talked about the climate cult. Hey, speaking of climate cult, William Happer mentioned Al Gore. Uh, Okay, let's listen to Alex Newman, who had to torturously suffer through listening to Al Gore. Let's play that clip. Something we've actually already touched on, just how anti-human the climate change movement is. Al Gore sees the climate change agenda as a vehicle towards population control. Now, they never ever say whose population is being controlled or by whom, but I'm willing to guess it's not Al Gore's. It's probably yours and mine. That's exactly right. It's so funny, the hypocrisy, too. You know, uh, Al Gore's got four children of his own. Uh, then Ted Turner, another one of these big uh, population control zealots. I actually got a chance to ask him a couple of questions down in Rio de Janeiro, where he was down there promoting population control. Turns out he's got five children, right? So it's always us who need to not have children and not consume resources and ride our bikes and all the rest of it. But there is, you know, a very, very sinister side to this movement. And they typically don't talk about it in terms that would alarm people. They couch it in, oh, we just need population control because there's pressure on the Earth's resources and things like this. But Al Gore gave some really interesting hints about his agenda. He, he put up some graphs there. And I, I actually sat through his whole speech with, you know, in, in Poland, which was probably a waste of an hour. But it did, it did produce an article for me. And people like to read about Al Gore because he's wrong so often. And, of course, yeah. it snowed when he arrived, right? But um, he put up these graphs on there, and he showed the population of China, which had leveled off. And he, he didn't explain how that was achieved. If he had gone a little further, he would have pointed out that this involves some of the most barbarous policies you can imagine, right? Uh, in China, with working with Planned Parenthood and with the UN Population Fund, and this has come out in congressional hearings in the United States, they have enforced a one-child policy for many decades. Now it's two children. It's just as brutal, but you're allowed to have two. And this involves forced abortions, right? If they find a pregnant woman who has already exceeded her quota of babies, right? So she already has one baby. They will literally strap the woman to a table and kill her baby on purpose. You know, they talk about we're pro-choice actors. They're pro-choice they are pro-death activists and this is the lengths they're willing to go to to suppress the human population the un has a whole agency the un population fund that runs around they put out a report a couple years ago about how there's too many africans how are we going to get the africans to stop having big i mean this is so racist if a conservative said something like that you know they'd be tarred and feathered by the next morning and yet the un does it with our tax money and no one complains so al gore actually showed on his thing well here's the population of africans and it's still going up uh, and here's the chinese look how great they did um, and, you know, when you start listening, when you start picking up on these little cues, um, a whole bunch of the UN climate people have praised communist China. Um, Cristiana Figueres, who we talked about earlier, said China is doing it right on climate policies. And in Copenhagen, I was actually at the UN climate summit where the Chinese delegation said, hey, our one-child policy has resulted in 300 million fewer births. If you add this much CO2 emissions per human, we, you can see that we've drastically reduced our CO2 emissions by cutting the population. And all I could think to myself was, yeah, how many forced abortions did you do to get those numbers? How many women did you terrorize? How many husbands did you beat up so you could kidnap their wives and kill their babies? This is absolutely sick, and I hope people will realize that these people are not your friend, and they will go to extreme lengths to uh, bring your life, your family, your freedom under their control. Isn't that the truth, Alex Newman? I'm going to go to the next UN cult meeting and listen to these guys, and I'm going to dress up as a polar bear. You told me I should. <laughs> Perfect. Joe always pushes polar bears on Facebook. Actually, in 2016, there were 32,000 polar bears. We have that on video, and they are dangerous. Yeah, they are man-eating killers, those things. They are killers. But these eco-loons are saying they're, uh, there's no polar bears left on the planet. Eco-cultists are called on my Facebook. By the way, are you an eco-Nazi, Wally? <laughs> well, I love them. Eco-fascism, eco-socialism, eco-tyranny, eco-Nazi. See, every time they put that eco on Facebook, I put it on there what it really was. Of course, they take it off right away. You forgot one. I'll give you a hint. John... The Khazar. <laughs> yeah, John P. Holdren. John P. Holdren, that's eco-science. That goes back to population control. Do you know I actually read that book and I couldn't sleep for a week? Ooh. 
I have that here. I was just going through it here just to, when I was talking to Gene here about an hour and a half ago. I was just going through ecoscience and how they're into population control. Do you know they actually suggest putting sterilants in the drinking water? They are one sick. Oh, you know who else he wrote a book with? Mr. John P. Holdren, Obama's handpicked science czar. Oh, speaking, did you know they have a transgender czar? We won't get into that right now, but uh, did you know that? Yes, the United Nations has a transgender czar. Uh, yeah, they're pushing these drag queens reading books to little kids. I mean, that is sick, isn't it? Yeah, that comes right out of the United Nations. We've talked about this before, how the United Nations has a transgender czar. United Nations. Well, speaking of sociopathic megalomaniacs, let's us into a very smart girl. I love this incredibly sharp young woman. Let's take a listen to Candace Owens on Tucker Carlson. Candace Owens is a keen observer of all of this. She hosts a great podcast. She joins us tonight with Reaction. Candace Owens, I would love to see someone die in this country without getting a lecture posthumously. Oh, you died of smoking. You died because you didn't get the facts. You died because you drive an FCV. Can't we just acknowledge death is a sad thing, give it the reverence it deserves, and move on? Well, not if you're a member of the Democratic Party because they're utter sociopaths and psychopaths and when they see these tragedies yeah. take place. By the way, this is the same methodology that takes place with school shootings. You would think that we could mourn and we can exactly. be sad, but they say, exactly. wait a second, there are some children that are dead, so allow us to get in front of cameras and tell you why you need to give us more power. And the fact that they think about their own power and consuming more power when tragedy strikes is, as I said, an example of their utter, that they are utter psychopaths. And what's going on, obviously, is an extreme right. tragedy, but as you pointed out, Tucker, it is a natural tragedy. The Earth has hurricanes. If there was no human beings that walked the face of the planet, there would continue to be hurricanes, like there would continue to be blizzards, and like there would continue to be tornadoes. There's no lobby, in my opinion, that should be laughed at harder than the climate lobby because they just keep being proven wrong. Now, when I was a kid, I was told it was global warming. Hide under your desk, kids. The polar bears are going to drown because there's global warming. But they stopped using that language around 2011 because accidentally, the Earth started to cool and disproved their narrative. Before my generation, by the way, Tucker, there was a generation that was told global cooling was going to spell the end of the world, except what happened was they were proven wrong and the earth started to warm. Yeah, right? There was the ozone layer. Remember the ozone layer, the hole in the ozone layer. Oops, that actually wasn't a tragedy and so they moved on. There was the acidic oceans. There was was going to be acidic rain because the oceans were acid. Oops, that didn't happen and so they moved on. They've been wrong over and over and over again. Their climate models are a complete fraud and yet they're still allowed to look you in the face when a natural disaster strikes and tell you, well, you know, I know we've been wrong forever and we've never once gotten it right, but give us your money anyways. These people are sick. Well, I completely agree with that. And in general, people's kooky theories don't bother me. You can be a flat earther, a circumcision activist. Well, you can be whatever you want to be. But if you try and take over my power grid on the basis of your ridiculous theories, then I think we have a right to fight back, no? Uh, we absolutely have a right to back back and where we need to start is in the education system because my mind was polluted about climate change or about global warming rather because they sat us down in health class and they made us watch Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore. That was a lie. It never came into fruition and they keep focusing on these young generations to sell them fear for their own power. Man, no one can sum it up more crisply than you. Candace Owens, thank you. Thank you. What do you think of that? I love it. She, that is right on that. I couldn't say it any better myself, Sheila. But what's really interesting is, like, think of a little kid. Like, you have grandkids and great-grandkids. They sat them down and made them go through that torturous, Mr. Ubiquitous population. I mean, that is sick, isn't it, when they brainwash. I mean, look at little Greta. I'll brainwash a new generation. And speaking of cobalt, you know, she wants these little kids over in Kenya and Congo to mine for these batteries. I mean, oh, speaking of Kenya, uh, I bet Bathhouse Berry wouldn't be very happy that everything's on mining and coal and they're trying to shut down fossil fuels. Coltrane Hansen wouldn't be very happy to find out that all these little greeny electric chargers, how do they think these things run, Wally? My God, they're brain dead. James Coltrane Hansen. Let's read you a little something about Mr. Coltrane Hansen. In 1988, NASA's Dr. Jim Hansen launched the global warming scare. See, I know he's been arrested at least seven times that I know of. He's always getting arrested. They get him and the kids, they lay out there in front of in front of trains and get arrested. He's always getting arrested. Of course, the media keeps pushing these grapes. But okay, the whole point of it is, they always say we're going to go carbon neutral, we're going to end fossil fuels, net zero. You know, I mean, what a bunch of crap, hey? That is nothing but a religion. Suicidal carbon neutral. Like, you hear all these greenies, I was talking about carbon neutral. Well, that's suicide. 
suicidal pagan death cult. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It goes back to Gaia. I got to tell you a funny story. Well, well, actually, you told me to get a hold of my friends in California. You'll never believe what is a real magazine. Guess what? <laughs> you can go to California and order yourself a Mother Earth magazine. I have a better word for it. The Gaia Gazette. <laughs> That's what it amounts to, Sheila. But let's get on Al Gore here for a minute. Al Gore joins global elites calling for eco-socialist Great Reset. Eco-socialist. Well, you could ask my little uh, great-granddaughter what she thinks of socialism. She said, I don't like socialism because it's anti-God, she said. I said, it surely is. I go through all these Hollywood socialists that we're always talking about. I show her, I show her who they are. California, all Hollywood actors want socialism, so I show her all that. So she knows what it all means. She understands it very well. What did she take into her teacher? Yeah, I give her. Yeah, I give her. I give her a bunch of this stuff on on socialism. There, exactly what we're talking about. She took into her teacher, like the polar bears. I give her that because they're everybody's worried about the polar bears. Of course, Zuckerberg on Facebook. As soon as you put there over thirty two thousand of them polar bears, Zuckerberg will take that off just as quick as you put it on. We're back to that little creep again. Well, that's because they don't like kids and they don't like people. <laughs> the United Nations does not like people. Here's another thing the United Nations does. The United Nations loves their carbon dioxide. We can actually play that for, for the folks. Climate alarmists loves their, their carbon dioxide at the United Nations. We actually have that. And, of course, these brainwashed fools on uh, your TV, Facebook, Google, Twitter, they're getting a second-hand version of it where we can actually show them that the uh, Everything the United Nations says is a bunch of bunk. Well, it's not just the United Nations. Anytime I post anything on uh, the Gates Foundation, that seems to disappear too. Oh, did you know that Bill Gates thinks we're conspiracy theorists? <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard him telling everybody, uh, thinking everybody's conspiracy theory. He was talking to his little eugenicist friend on there. Uh, me and Janine were just watching that. And he has a hard time from, from keep from laughing because he's always laughing. Every time you watch that creep, he's laughing. Like him and his wife, there, I got a video on there. Yeah, they think this is just a real joy. The Gates Foundation. They're always giggling, those psychopaths, aren't they? They're always giggling, yeah. I have that video on my Facebook. You can actually watch him and his wife. Yeah, you can watch it for yourself. They think this is that. They really believe this is funny. They think it's funny that they're trying to kill us. <laughs> well, Bill Gates is just obsessed with population control. But he's also obsessed with pushing this jab, isn't he? And speaking of pushing this jab, I was shocked. Did you know who has the most? I'm going to quiz you. You know who's buying up all our farmland, speaking of that? Between Bill Gates and communist China, that's who's buying up the, buying up the farmland. Uh, Mark Morano on the climate cult. Hey, speaking of Mar Mark Morano, and you just touched on this too. Thanks for bringing it up. The Great Reset. That book is excellent. I really, I'm having him on in a few days. Wally, are you going to eat the bugs and go for the Great Reset? <laughs> I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> this is nothing but a money grab. That's all this Gordon Campbell crap is. Well, I'll never forget. I was sitting in a restaurant in Williams Lake or 100 Mile. It was in 2010. I was sitting there having a coffee with your brother, my dad. I grabbed a magazine and guess what was a front page? Mr. You-Know-Who in 2010. Guess who went to Bilderberg? But, but that was a conspiracy. Yeah, that's a fact. We have that on video. You know who else is a real little Bilderberg puppet? That little Elon Musk, that little creep. Tesla's Elon Musk. This is on my Facebook. You can actually see this too. Then you go on Facebook, and everybody's pushing Tesla on Facebook. They love that little sociopathic, little climate activist, Elon Musk. And, well, okay, we do have to say thank you for supporting the truckers, but other than that, he is one sick freak. You could put, put them all in the same basket, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Fauci, Bill Zuckerberg, they're all in the same pile. What's wrong with Flip-Flop and Fauci? <laughs> Gee, I wonder if we could play that. Yeah, people shouldn't be walking around with masks. When I was gassing up, this guy came out. Guess what he was wearing? I drove a little ways, and I looked over at the red light. Some woman and her husband are sitting in their car with a mask. Good grief. I mean, that has got to be the dumbest. Man, I see, I see anybody wearing a mask, I just shake my head. I said, you must have voted for Bob Zimmer, because that's the only, only, way, only way anybody wear one of them disgusting things. Oh, speaking of Bob Zimmer, the Muslim lover, how does he like his communism? Did he give you your, your book back that you ever gave him at the climate cult? <laughs> oh, he didn't. Back to the batteries. He, he tried to tell me, because I, I sent him a piece on Beijing Biden. He's a, Biden's a communist, because actually he's a communist. China actually is behind Beijing Biden. That's who's behind them is communist China. Communist China is actually behind Biden and Harris. Where do you think all that we just talked about communist China? Where do, you, where do you think all this green crap comes from? 
Communist China. Lectrum sent uh, Mike Bernier to Communist China to get a bunch of these bird choppers. So I went in there years ago, this was about 12 years ago, and I asked him what them bird choppers are for. Mike Bernier don't even know what bird choppers are. That's how, that's how dumb these people. But I asked him, I said, what are them bird choppers for up there? They're for power. I said, <laughs> I said, I think you better do a little, little research because I can tell you what they're really for. Like wind, solar, and electric vehicles. Without government, government subsidies, there would be none of this crap. We talked about this before. Wind and solar are actually very dirty energy. That's what he was saying on there, how dirty, how actually, how dirty it really is. You can actually watch that video on my Facebook, too. But you can see the, the filth and disgusting pollution that are running out of them things. That, that is on my on my Facebook, too. You go on uh, Mr. Zuckerberg on Facebook, it's nothing but peaches and cream, and it's Everything on that, everything on that Facebook is nonsense. I can't stand that Zuckerberg. I can't stand uh, the bugs. You will eat the bugs, says Klaus Schwab, and you will have nothing and like it. Let's take a listen to that clip right now, where he says not only does he control the cabinets, 450 global leaders, but he controls all of Trudeau's cabinet. He loves Justin Castro, and what else does he say? He controls Merkel, he controls Putin, as he calls Putin. Don't ruin our French fries here in Canada. It's Putin, not Putin. <laughs> but anyway, let's take a listen to You'll Eat the Bugs and Have Nothing and Like It. Klaus Schwab, let's take a listen. The Schwab fellows. But there are two countries in the world now in which the young global meat leaders have emerged. Tell us just a bit about that in terms of the governance. Actually, this um, notion to integrate young leaders is part of the World Economic Forum since many years. When I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, Vladimir Putin, and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. But um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, President of uh, Argentina, and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world. But what is important for me is those young global leaders have an opportunity to come here. And we, in addition to the young global leaders, we have now the global shapers in 450 cities around the world. Diversity fosters new ideas. New ideas generate the experimentation needed to make the most of the fourth industrial revolution. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. But don't think you can get on a plane or a train besides vaccinated people and put them at risk. That is one sick Nazi. Oh, and speaking of Nazi, the Kurt Volkheim and Christia Freeland, that is scary. She sure looks like somebody on there. She's got Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler standing there and her Nazi father or grandfather or whatever he was. And she sure looks, she's a chip off the old block. I thought my dad would be very proud of that, um, that Nazi outfit. Like Kurt Volkine, another one. UN Secretary General and former Nazi Kurt Volkine. He was the Secretary General of the United Nations. Well, when you're not banned. <laughs> yeah, when Mr. Zuckerberg is not banning us. So let's go back to the bugs. Did you know they're putting it in like kids' foods, chips? I mean, listen to this, Wally. This is sick. So this is actually something Cheryl sent me. Did you know Janine showed me a video? They're building the biggest cricket plant with those other gross, disgusting amoebas. I mean, they're putting it in our food purposely, and we should be all reading the labels. Like they went in Australia and Canada, and they said, hey, kids, you want to eat some bugs? That is straight up right from the pits of hell. That's exactly right. That's what it is. Because I remember when this first started with Mr. Laxam, he said, this is Bathos Berry Socialism, you make it, they take it. I guess uh, Mr. Lecter forgot to tell you that uh, Barack Obama is actually a, a socialist. We were all sitting in there, actually, because he was going to get rid of all this. I give him a bunch of stuff from the Heartland Institute, Friends of Science there, which is you got to we have us all banned. That's where we get our information from. That's like from Mark Morano, CPAC, and the Heartland Institute, Friends of Science in Calgary. That's where we get our information from, the real news. And, of course, if you put any of, the, any of that on Facebook, Zuckerberg will take it off in a heartbeat. Well, what we're going to do next Earth Day is we're going to have a celebration. We're going to drive around in a Tesla and eat the bugs, roasted crickets. Do you know there's actually a roasted crickets? Let, let me ask you a question. Who's going to drive around in a Tesla? Not you. <laughs> One of them disgusting, useless 
things you anybody that builds electric cars don't uh, don't does not drive electric cars, and that's a fact. They don't drive that garbage. They drive. Uh, you won't find any of these green Nazis driving a electric vehicles because it's nothing but a religion that's all this is that's right they're driving around their 400 private jets biden's 85 car motorcade mini mike how many cars does he have oh mini mike i'll have to go through many i have many mike in our pile but i got bernie sanders i wanted to bring up again we talked about bernie sanders before when he was on fake news cnn yeah saying kids are bad for the planet Yeah, this is Bernie Sanders on fake news CNN. Bernie Sanders, I strongly, I strongly support abortion to slow population growth. That's that's a old communist Bernie Sanders, there, the Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, he actually this old this old communist, so he actually holidayed in communist Russia for crying out loud. He actually holidayed in in, uh, in Russia. Where did he go and visit Putin at the Russian collusion center? <laughs> oh, he just loves he just loves Russia. Hey, speaking of uh, Russian concussion here, I got to tell you, this is scary how much money we're sending to Ukraine. That is one sick, disgusting bunch of propaganda. But, oh, I wanted to tell you about the climate police plans. Did you know the Canadian ministry, and Glenn Beck covered this on The Blaze, they actually leaked an armory draft. That I mean, now you want to see what climate enforcement looks like. You talked about the Green Police years ago, Wally. I talked about the climate cops years ago. When I was emptying the water tank, one pulled in there and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm emptying the tank. He said, what's in it? I said, dihydrogen monoxide. You want a drink? No, you can't do that. He said, I said, it's water. So I think we should ban dihydrogen monoxide. Water. I had to empty the water tank because it just frees up. Every time they go to one of them, climate cult meeting, the snow's on them. Like, that's what Tom Harris was saying now when he was on these bird choppers and he used those filthy solar panels and stuff when he was talking about them. He said, yeah, that, that's called the Al Gore effect. Yeah, every time they have a, one of their climate marches or one of their little climate meetings, it snows on them. So there is a God. That, that is hilarious. Every time they go to these United Nations, you know, because they're all, they want us to eat bugs and they don't want you to eat any meat. These Beyond Meat burgers, I mean, they're all these United Nations. Guess where they're going for lunch, Wally? <laughs> that's your little buddy you called your climate denier, Mr. Harrison Ford, that owns all these cars. He's still got his 55 Chevy, too, I see that he had American graffiti. And uh, Mark Brown asked him uh, what they were doing. And he said, uh, they weren't heading for the Beyond Me, they were heading for the real hamburgers. Oh, that reminded me when I when I buy you your Tesla and I buy you your uh, a bag of roasted crickets, I'm also going to give you a Beyond Meat burger, Wally. <laughs> You'll try it. <laughs> and that'll be the... Sheila, did, Sheila I, got, I got a question for you. Did you know carbon dioxide is plant food? Al Gore describes carbon dioxide as global warming pollution. It is not. It is food for plants and trees. Hey, there's an oil sands meeting coming up, and I think this is really good. We should go. Fossil future, why global human flourishing requires more. Here's a quiz. More what? Three things. How do you manage to charge an electric car? What do you need? Let's see. You need coal. You need oil. You need gas. Ding, ding, ding. You might want to actually tell Elon Musk that and all his little Tesla driving greenies. Oh, what a shocker that the charging units for them are charged by oil, gas, and diesel. And guess who he's a big fan of who he endorsed? Two people. Another quiz for you. Oh, I know you could start with old, our favorite sickle, Hitler E. Clinton. That's who he voted your little, little Andrew Yang here. Yeah, what a little buffoon. We're 10 years too late. <laughs> we're always 10 years too late. The end is nigh. Do you actually know we're in a cooling trend? Guess what this magazine I have it that says what we were looking at in the 1970s. We worry about a coming ice age in the 70s. Actually, it cooled from the 1940s to the late 70s. I remember that. We had global cooling from the 40s to the late 70s. I was just going through that. Do you know what the hottest year on record, because they're always telling us that? Do you know what it actually was? 1934. They used to talk about that all the time, about the dirty 30s. That's when they used to, they brought up a certain person. They called him a Pierre Tudor. They called him a communist SOB. They said, that communist SOB is just wrecking this country. This was back in the 70s, and I never forgot that. Yeah, Justin Castro's dad, Pierre Elliott Trudeau and the offspring of Margaret Sinclair Trudeau and a Cuban dictator. But in my opinion, <laughs> boy, they sure like their communist dictators over there. Your dad was right about that in Dawson Creek. And 
Dawson Creek's little Mike Bernier. I'm surprised he let that group with Carrie Simpson there the other night. That was excellent. We should ask Mr. Everybody Gets to Ride a Bike and Go Carbon Neutral why he allowed that. We, we got to go carbon neutral ride a bicycle. That's Dawson Creek. So from now on, Mike Bernier, uh, city council in Dawson Creek, all they can do is they have to ride bicycles. No more driving vehicles, no more airplanes, no more nothing. They have to ride their bicycles from now on. 50 below zero, they got to ride their bicycles. If the Carbon Neutral Death Club is going to ride a bicycle, how, are they, how is he going to get to Ottawa or, or Victoria? I guess he better get started. <laughs> In fact, uh, another one I got here is Big Oil is pushing climate alarmism. I've known this for years, too. Did you know that I went to my doctor and I was sitting in the lobby trying to wait for this doctor and I seen this magazine and did you know, Wally, I should have asked that doctor, do you know that he can give you some pills for suffering from climate change? Yes, I know that. That goes, yeah, we have, that's that's in Mark Marino's book. Climate has been changing since the beginning of time. It always did and it always will. I was just wondering what happened to global warming. They actually morphed global warming into climate change. Climate disruption, climate weirding, climate emergency. We got to remember climate emergency. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, speaking that. speaking of climate emergency, are you going to come with me next week to the? Going to jump on the Zoom call with Al Gore's? The Earth is in crisis. <laughs> oh, Mister, I think there's too many people on the planet. Al Gore, we have played that video already. I think there's too many Al Gores around. Personally. <laughs> it's funny. Actually, I checked it out. I did a little research on Al Gore. I found out he was a politician. I found out that he uh, was a first carbon billionaire. How did I find that out? See, how did that work? Oh, he made some science fiction movie we, that uh, we were talking about on there. Yeah, because remember we took, uh, let's see, there's another little creek that we took apart there with something to do with a hockey stick. Mike Lee, man, Candace Owens talked about the phony Xbox 360 computer models, Mr. Hat Trick himself. We talked about them climate models before, how phony them things are. Facebook's always pushing that garbage. They're, they always push the Michael Mann on there, or Coltrane Hanson. They keep, they're always pushing them idiots on there. They actually said they're... We don't want no climate deniers on Facebook. I said, actually, who's the climate deniers? The little greenies you got on Facebook, they're the actual climate deniers. I mean, who, who's denying the climate change? I mean, it's, climate has been changing since the beginning of time, and it always has and it always will. Not denying anything. I was just reading a thing today, speaking of the sea levels are rising 30 feet by next week. Did you know that all the... F- <laughs> and who said that they were all the fish were going to boil, and would you say to Janine? <laughs> oh, guess who that was? Coltrane. We have that on video. I just worried. I was watching. I watched that about a week ago. He says in 2016, the oceans are going to boil. He said, I said, Janine, I said, well, no, when you're going fishing, all the fish are going to be cooked. You don't even have to cook them anymore because Coltrane said all the, the oceans are going to boil. I said, that's Coltrane again. <laughs> the United States should abolish the UNIPCC climate panel. I put that on there for you. We need to shut that United Nations down, don't we? Yeah. The United States should abolish the UNIPCC climate panel. That is on my website. Will they even admit that they're not a science body? They're a political body. Remember our good railroad engineer friends, mm-hmm. you know what he said. <laughs> well, the railroad, yeah, yeah. Guess what happened to our Rajendra Pachari, our railroad engineer? He actually died in jail. Did you know that, Sheila? No, I didn't. Of COVID? <laughs> wow, that, that's a religion, too. IPC's top scientist there. Rajendra Pataj actually a railroad engineer, and he actually died in jail because he's a child molester. I actually did not know that he died. He probably took the job. There's a lot of people dropping dead, boy. People better start listening to Laura and Tyler Thompson if they really want to know what's going on. Oh, did you see that little fake Terrence Tam, or little Terry Tam? She calls him a she, but we know the truth, don't we? Terry I said, Tam. I said, yeah, I said years ago, that, I said, that's a guy. That little communist Chinese puppet, he's a guy. That's a guy. Speaking of communist puppets that don't look too good for a woman, uh, your favorite pal, I got her up on the screen. What's your favorite California Speaker of the House? <laughs> Well, that's Nancy Pelosi back in 1992. There's some at their Rio for Agenda 21 for Sustainable Development. Oh, that's Nancy Pelosi. She still got a red dress on in 1992 at the Earth Rio Summit for Agenda 21 for Sustainable Development. She still got the same dress on. She gets her in, in California. She gets called out for Agenda 21. She's always getting called out. Oh, Botox Pelosi. She got more plastic, plastic in her than a Corvette. Yeah, Jimmy Lover. You're not going to like my new gift here, the new uh, Chevy Volt that I'm going to buy. It's a new electric. No, the Hummer. I'm going to buy an electric Hummer. 
See, you're kind of stuck in this climate religion, Sheila. Somehow you, I can't seem to get you out of that socialist crap. Hey, no, 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 no. You, Wally said years ago, oh, I better get Sheila out of the cult, to the death cult. Are you going to make me tell the story when I picked up Fruit Fly, your favorite top doctor there, Mr. I Love Maggots? When he started talking about Earth Greek goddess Gaia. Remember, he started, brought up James Lovelock and the James Lovelock <laughs> Love Gaia oh. hypothesis. Okay, no, you're going to make me play this clip. I got to play this for the folks that never heard this, because some of the new folks tonight on SiriusXM, and a big shout out to you, listen to Dr. David, and by the way, he's a fruit fly doctor, so that's why Wally calls him fruit fly. He's got a PhD in fruit fly. So James Lovelock with the Gaia Hypothesis, it was a new vision for science. Let's take a listen. James Lovelock saw the planet as a living entity. He saw how the totality of life on Earth creates and maintains the conditions for life, cycling the crucial elements, Earth, air, fire and water. It was a new vision for science, but one with deep roots in human tradition. He named this planetary entity Gaia, after the Greek goddess who first drew the world from chaos, breathing life and form into matter. Gaia. Oh my goodness. And then let's listen to where he's bungling around. Talk about the blender from down under. So here's Suzuki when an Australian scientist calls him out, you know, and says, listen, and this was a couple years ago. And it was, he said, listen, we're in a 17 year cooling trend. According to GIS data sets taken out of the IPCC, he just told you where he got it. I don't know. I'm not a climatologist. <laughs> let's take a listen. Well, David Suzuki studied fruit flies to earn his PhD in genetics, but shot to international prominence as a science writer and broadcaster through his acclaimed television documentaries. Today, he's just as well known as an environmental activist, and he's visiting Australia to warn that what he calls the barbarians have breached the gates to set us on a collision course with the environment that threatens human survival. Well, our first question tonight comes from Bill Kutalianos. Go ahead, Bill. Oh, hi. Since 1998, global temperatures have been relatively flat, yet many man-made global warming advocates refuse to acknowledge this simple fact. Has man-made global warming become a new religion in itself? David, go ahead. Yeah, well, I don't know where you're, uh, how you, why you're saying that. So where are you getting your information? I'm not a climatologist. That was hilarious. I just love that. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Then I put on where he, him and his kid got arrested block, blocking pipelines on Burnaby Mountain. They got on fruit fly for, for blocking pipelines on uh, up on the mountain there. That was hilarious. Burnaby Mountain. Weren't they running around with a chief in a headdress and howling at the moon there? Yeah, they do that. That's like the Pope. Did you watch that video? Was the Pope where he puts on the Indian headdress? Check this out. The Pope is going to go see uh, Hiawatha Warren. Yeah. What Trump called her? Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. Just like many Mike. When Trump got on many Mike there. He said, uh, actually, we should give Robert F. Kennedy a, a break because he, he wanted all, all, this was back years ago when he wanted us, all us climate skeptics put in jail. All us climate skeptics put in jail with three hots and a cot at the Hague. So Mark Morano said, we actually should give him a break since he got on uh, Fauci and Bill Gates. Sir, he done such a great job on Fauci and Bill Gates. We should actually give him a break. We'll give him a break on that since he wrote a really good book. Did you get your copy of Mr. Fauci? I certainly did. People shouldn't be walking around with a mask on. You should be in jail is where he should be. Now, he actually goes back to the 80s. He, I think he's 82 years old now. Al Gore's always talking about his friend, Anthony Fauci. In fact, we just listened to that video the other day when he was calling, you know, he gets on there and he calls everybody conspiracy theories at eugenicists. You want to know when he was born? Christmas in 1940. He's 81. Yep, that's exactly right. Hey, speaking of Christmas, this year are you going to take your tree to the dump? Yeah, we might have to, Sheila, because Ed Ma said, this was back when this first started, he's one of your your uh, better climatologists, Ed Ma from Dawson Creek. He said, you can't take your Christmas tree to the dump because there'll be too much, too many greenhouse gases and it'll cause a big meltdown, so we can't do that. What, you don't want any tax in the air you breathe? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I asked Mr. Lectrum about that. I was sitting there, we were, this, is, we were, this is a Friday night, we we're waiting for the... Weather Channel to come on, of course, they're pushing this crap, too, because we're going to go drag racing. So I was waiting for the Weather Channel to come on so we could see what the weather's going to be like this Friday evening. And then Mr. Blair Election come on, oh, we're going to have a carbon tax. So I said, Janine, I said, phone that creep. I said, I got a few questions for him. So she phoned him until he answered. I said, what's the carbon tax for? He said, it's a tax. 
I said, attacks for what? What's it for? He said, it's attack. It's actually, I already talked to Dr. Tim Ball, so I knew what it was all about. I kept saying, attacks for what? He'd just say, it's attacks. It's attacks for you breathing, Wally. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh, speaking of our buddy Blair Lexton, everybody go phone Blair and give him a big shout out from Sheila and Wally, because you know what he said? Remember when he went off to the cult? Like, remember he used to post your stuff, and then what happened when he came back? He said he's as the media. Yeah, he... Let me tell you what he thought of Calvin Crook and Cheryl Schumann. He told me at the time there, well, you wouldn't believe how dumb they are, he said. I said, oh, yes, I would. I said, you picked that death, that carbon neutral death cult. Just laughed away there. And then he said, I give him all my stuff there. And he said, give me that. I'll go. I'm going to go down there and get rid of this crap, he said. So he went down there and, and then he come back and he wouldn't he wouldn't talk to me anymore. He used to let me post stuff on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, no, no more. He, Bernie got me blocked. Lexham's got me blocked. Yeah, I used to put stuff right in the paper. He really enjoyed that. Tell he come back when he got when he got paid off. Now he's a multimillionaire. I don't know how that happened. Actually, I could have got into this. I could be a multimillionaire today too if I got on all this this green crap. These stupid windmills, these solar panels, and we just talked about all that and electric cars and all this. And then I asked him years ago about these oil companies. What about these oil companies? They're all pushing it. this climate alarm. Is and I've known this since the beginning of the time I talked about this before. These oil companies should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, you could have been a carbon trillionaire, but you're not quite anti-human enough. You actually like children, people, and everything, and plus you can't be bought. The plan has been, since even Maurice Strong was beacon off, what did he say he got in trouble for? Maurice Strong? Yeah, when you were watching that video at your place, he said, I kind of got in trouble for saying that, and I can't remember what exactly he said. He was talking about population control for women back, this is back in 72. He said, I, I got in trouble for that some years ago, so that was 72 when he said it. Women should have to have licenses to have babies. This was 1972. How many years ago before that, we do not really know. But he actually died in communist China. It's kind of a fitting place for him to end his life. Mr. Club of Rome, China's pushing this death cult. The goal of the New World Order is China. Build back bankrupt, the Great Reset. We're going to reset everything all right. No ownership, no house, no cars, no kids. Maurice Strong, and that's again who brought in all this crap you see everywhere in BC. Like, you can't even idle your SUV in the winter. Why can't you idle your car? Because apparently they said if I had a looked two signs ago, it says no idling, city of Vancouver bylaw, I'll pay a thousand dollar fine. It's a thousand dollar fine. Let me tell you what comes out of your exhaust pipes. A little bit of water vapor and carbon dioxide. No, they said I was killing Mother Earth. It's because they're a religious cult. Okay, another quick story. So last summer, I'm idling at a light in Vancouver, BC, the death cult green capital of the universe. And all of a sudden, the sirens flick on behind me and the green light goes. And I, so I go and I thought, what, am I being pulled over? Like, I'm not speeding. It was just a factory car, factory 860 horse. And I pull over and these two Teslas wing by me like at about 100 miles. He didn't pull over the Teslas. And I'm not kidding. There was two Teslas, one gray one ugly one sitting next to me, a white Tesla. They fly in front of me at the lights, and he pulls me over, this little Chinese cop, and he pull over, pull over, and he said, here's a ticket, I'm giving you a ticket. For what, I said. He goes, your car's rumbling too loud. Yeah, that's their stupid law department you're talking about, Sheila. I keep talking about these stupid climate laws they keep bringing up. Like when Lexus Artis, that was a carbon pollution. Carbon dioxide is not pollution, it's plant food, which I told him and I showed him. Then I said to Janine, I said, what they have here is a stupid law. I told Lexmith years ago. They always coming up with some stupid thing. I said, what do you got, a stupid law department or something? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, guess who worked for the stupid law department when I was in environment? Who didn't? You got me out of that death cult. That's exactly what it is. For those of you who don't know, my Uncle Wally. So a lot, I mean, I've told this story, but I'll tell it again for the new listeners in Sirius XM. So I worked for the climate cult and my dad, Wally's brother, Bob, so he was trucking and he came into the truck stop and one night in Edmonton, we're sitting there and he goes, oh, hey, I got a box for you. He said, here, let's put it in your car. So I bring the car around and he said, yeah, you, your uncle wants you to read some stuff and then he had to go. And so my uncle Wally is responsible for a year of my insomnia horror. He dropped off a box and for the next year, I was reading a nightmare and because of my uncle Wally, 
I'm doing what I am now. So you guys can all reach out to Wally and thank him for the Sheila Zelinsky show. Wally, speaking of the show, in the last part of the show, what's important for people to really take away from, you know, easy bugs and, I mean, people can't afford gas, they can't afford groceries. I mean, it's really time for people to wake up. When this started, this is what you were doing. Now look at what you're doing. Yeah. I said, we, we can't afford gas anymore. We can't afford food anymore. We can't afford electricity anymore. We can't afford anything anymore. The last thing I want to say, Sheila, because you get it. And did, did you know you have to buy carbon credits for your Tesla? Well, I don't own a Tesla, but uh, thanks for sharing, and I never will. <laughs> That's a true story. I had a lady that, so I was driving one day, and this Tesla f- drove around behind my Hellcat. I had to, t- I couldn't drive it in Canada because I couldn't afford gas. I get out of my car, and I said, oh, how, ma- how much carbon credits did you have to pay for this? She said, huh? If you don't mind me asking, how much did you pay for it? I don't know, 80000 And how much of that was carbon credits? Huh? I mean, they're just clueless. Next time you run into one of them Tesla lovers, just say, did you know Tesla's founder, Elon Musk, is a climate change activist? Yeah, and they'll say, yes, we do, because we want to save the planet. (laughs) What kind of science is that? You know, you see those Teslas everywhere in Vancouver now. They're all over California. Listen, you know what happened? A guy posted on my red eye. He said, oh, that piece of crap. What a big, ugly tank that is. A Tesla would kick your ass. He said, oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm Bo Derek. Okay. <laughs> well, Bo Derek, we better wrap up the show. <laughs> if gas prices were $2 a gallon, it wouldn't matter, now would it? Let's see, that wouldn't have something to do with Beijing Biden, now would it? Nope, it has nothing to do with Beijing. If people have voted for Trump, gas prices are $2 a gallon. People have voted for Biden, gas prices are $10 a gallon. And that's the whole point. They want us riding a bike. They don't want us in gas cars anymore, do they? This climate cult that Mark Brown was talking about. They could ride bikes. From now on, Mike Bernier, this carbon neutral death cult from Dawson Creek, Fort St. John, all these towns around there, all these carbon neutral death cults. From now on, they could ride bicycles. I'm not giving up my SUV for nobody. Green energy will bankrupt us. Yep, and you've known that for years. Well, Wally, listen very quickly. I'm going to post your Facebook page information. And, oh boy, I get lots of requests for you. So you got to promise us one thing. And this is what one of my... Chad Davis asked this question. Can you ask Wally to come on at least once a month? So you got to commit to coming on the show more often. It was really a pleasure to have you on. It was fun, Gina. Will you come back in another month and beat up on the greenies again with me, Wally? The climate cult, definitely. Okay, sounds good. Folks, that was my Uncle Wally Patterson. I got the Facebook page link below. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you real soon.